Um, for, for me, I've, I've always felt like, um, through the involvement of Rock Redeeming Our Communities, which my uh, parents uh, started the centre in Telford, I've f for a long time been around a lot of people from different backgrounds, different stages, and I've, I've always felt like addicts have been portrayed wrong in the media. I felt like there wasn't the... There, there was always seems slightly gratuitous or outcast, and I felt like I wanted to normalise the character of an addict um, and hopefully have the audience sort of relate and follow their journey, which is, you know, hard to fit within 20 minutes, but I hope some of that has been achieved. Scott, do you want to say about addiction and how it's been portrayed in? Yeah, I've got to say, I, 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 I was using heroin crack for about the last three or four years and I struggled with the shame of it. I didn't really get much support. I felt isolated from the community. So I really struggled with that. Yeah. I think it, it portrayed it like, you know, the, it, sometimes it's hard to be accepted and talk about it. Yeah. And Alex, what did, what, uh, for you to sort of portray a role, uh, this sort of role, what did you, how did you approach that? Well, it was, uh, it was kind of a difficult one because, um, you know, naturally you kind of want to strike the right balance between portraying a, a character and portraying someone who's, who's accurate whilst trying not to sort of overdo it because if you overdo it it starts to look a bit it looks ridiculous because then you're not bringing a full sort of sense of justice to the role which obviously Luca crafted which was created in mind to be like an accurate representation of you know drug addiction for, for just a normal everyday bloke yeah. I mean I, I whether you can tell or not I think uh, little, little bits of my influence of the sort of whole Richard Curtis scene uh, things <laughs> with Adam and Sophie as well but I, I hope that as well as conveying a message it's got entertainment in it as well. Any other questions? Yeah. Um, since we're in election week, uh, I'm interested in your opinions about uh, the legalisation of cannabis, um, the pros and cons, and the arguments about it being a gateway drug. Ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, you can start. That's that one. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, where in my mind, you know, it, it's going to be used, people are going to use it either way. Legalisation, I, I suppose, could could take away the side of people doing it to rebel, but also it makes it more readily accessible. And in the situation, as you said, there's a gateway drug, it's, it's possibly worse. I, I don't feel like I'm in the of a position to suggest. Can I say, on behalf of people who need it as a medical drug, yeah. in which they taking it as a characters are meant to be quite young. Um, both Sophie and Adam are both meant to be 
quite young to be going through necessarily this kind of thing. It's something that we don't actually necessarily always see with that age. It's something that happens, but it's not seen by everyone. And so um, I think at times Sophie can be quite almost naive about the way she's approaching it. Like, I can fix everything. You know, she's coming into it thinking that she can fix him. And obviously she's she's young, but she, she's got his best interests at heart. And so at times you have to remember that it's not it's not how it, you have to put yourself in her in her shoes and imagine how someone at that age would react if they saw someone doing that and how they would feel. And I found that to be something that it took it took a bit to get into to feel that way. Um, but it was it was a great thing to be a part of. I thought it was really. Well, thank really you for fun doing it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, where did the inspiration for the choice to not ever show the drugs on screen come from? Um, I felt like, although you know you, it is a, a well-loved and great film, things like Train Spotting, I feel like you've got the issue of going down the gratuitous, over-the-top line, and I felt in order to stay on that track, it was best not to do it. In, in the same light that it's never actually explicitly mentioned, you know, the dealer says some powder, some white. That that's it. You know, I, it's one of those things where. It's, it's not spoken about, it's not said, and you, you can see from that enough. And that was just a way of, of making it a film about the addict, not a film about the drugs. Uh, for Alex, um, so what sort of, did you do any research <coughs> into uh, how addicts uh, are before you did the film, or did you just sort of wing it? I'd, I'm not a massive fan of winging things, to be fair, um, unless it's exams. Uh, but those well um, So no, I did do I did a fair bit of research uh, for this. I, I, I read on to various. There's, there's a lot of internet forums uh, in the darkest corners of the internet where people discuss various things, how they're struggling. Um, there's a there's a sort of it's it's I wouldn't really describe it as social media, but there's a there's a website called Reddit uh, where people can share various various opinions. And people can be entirely honest. Like the internet is such a good—I don't, I don't want to sound like sort of Bill Gates, but it's a good tool in, in a way because people can be honest, but at the same time, people can wear a mask. So you never really know what's true on the internet. But at the same time, people can be their most honest selves because nobody knows who they are. They can be anonymous two, three, four, five, six, seven, posting uh, on whatever board they like, and they can tell the the utter truth of how they deal with the situation. And I think that actually reading some of it was was quite hard. Because you could see that there was there was such a struggle coming from so many individuals, where a lot of them just didn't want to be in the situation that they were in, but they were in the situation that they were in because they, they they made a bad choice. They took a bad chance, and you know some people it wasn't even about that. They were just dealt an unfair hand in life because they were born from sort of people who were previously addicted to heroin. So it, it can be you know people's circumstances can have such a a big impact on on a character and on a, on a person and so in particular I had to sort of try and consider where Adam was coming from because a lot of people our ages have always been sort of offered drugs I mean just just look back through even sort of heading back as far as the 60s things started to come back then with you know with festivals and all sorts right I mean Woodstock in particular that was you know it was it was supposedly legendary at the time and drugs were given out to like 14 15 year olds and again, it sort of, yes, it raises the question as to whether it is a gateway drug, but a lot of people sort of use it for, you know, just whatever they use it for, just to escape. 
And I think when I did all of that research, I had to try and consider a why he was trying to use it in the first place because he says you know it's just it's just a just a relax because he's clearly got a lot on his plate but you know the the fact that it leads into something more is is then a, a bigger question as to whether it's it's sort of it's it's a, a thing of whether or not he's taking those chances because he's a risk taker because he's addicted or because he just thinks screw it it, it is what it is life's whatever I may as well try it. So yeah, I, I tried to do a lot of research, getting back to the original point. Um, I, I tried to do as much research as I could, basically, uh, to make sure that it was a fully accurate portrayal and it wasn't just stereotypical. In, in, in the same light as I, I came to Scott and some of the other people at Better Tomorrow who kindly allowed me to come uh, speak to their, their service users and, and stuff, and sort of, I spent a couple of, maybe an hour or two there sort of chatting with people, finding out their stories and their experiences, and Everyone agreed with me in the fact of representation and how it seemed to be incorrect in a lot of things. I mean, I'm sure the, the ways that you see in films are some people's story, but it's not most people's stories, and so that's, that's what I wanted to, to change. Yeah? I suppose like, I could relate to like dealing with issues in your family and problems and stuff, and then wanting to escape from it. Uh, not to say really, because when I came to drugs, it was more. I started, it started off as a social thing, and then it progressed on to basically just you know I had to have it. I got addicted, and once you're addicted, then you've got no hope. When you've got no hope, you just Lost basically. So I think this film isn't just for isn't just for people that they're. Um, it's not just as a film to show to show not just kids but adults that drugs aren't the right choice. Um, I think it's also a film to show people who would be around those kinds of people what may lead them to having that happen um, in the sense that sometimes sometimes parents, adults can be like, well it's just a, a kid acting out, of course, you know, we're going to push them to the side. Um, and I think sometimes films like this help show them that there may be something deeper that is happening and may, they, they are just a normal person with something that's happening in their life. And I think that's a, an important point to get across, that it actually actually educates the people around them, not just them themselves. <laughs> See, I, think, I think unless there's any other questions, that's probably the best point to, to end on. Out of one of the, yeah. Um, yeah, there were there were little bits. Um, I mean, what one mostly was there was a sort of flashback sequence originally when Alex was looking at the the coffee cup, and that was something which in my head I thought in my mind it was a, a sequence between him remembering his time with Sophie and him remembering the deal and how and how his brain progressed between the two, and 
that's how it came across to me. It wasn't until I was editing it and putting it together that I felt like it was just more me telling the audience what they'd already seen. And in a, for, a, for a short film, that doesn't really work. In a feature, I could probably get away with it. In a short <laughs> film, you know, it's, it's, it's spending a minute telling them what they watched for the last five minutes. So that, that, was, that was the main thing I changed. Other things like um, the scene when Helen comes and like, watches and witnesses the deal, that was originally before um, the second meeting, the whole kiss scene, but in the end, I felt like it, it flowed better the other way. So there were little things like that. Um, I didn't miss much of I think one yes. thing it brings out is the fact that if, a, if anybody says I comes to and have the courage to say I need help, they need somebody to listen to them. Mm. Yeah, and I think that that was one of the main things I I put in that dinner table scene, which. Some people have read it differently to how I intended, and I'm not going to change that. I, I'd written that as a, as a dream sequence, as I'm sure some of you saw. It's to sort of express why people are afraid to ask for help, and why there is that taboo there, because that's the response that people think they're going to get. And more often than not, it's, it's probably not. <laughs> you know, I think, I, I'd, I'd like to imagine that most people, if they have got people they can talk to, if they're in that situation, then they will have people who will respond and be able to help. Those who don't, will just need to be aware of the places they can go to get said help. Anyway, Simon, I saw you had a question. Uh, but actually, um, if we do, uh, <laughs> I was going to say that what we have highlighted is how uh, people uh, find it very difficult to ask for help for all sorts of things. Um, my personal interest is why people turn to drugs. I do appreciate that at a very early age at schools, and it's appalling that we have a society that people are selling or even just giving away drugs uh, to children as young as six. And that needs to be addressed. And I want to do to sort of say thank you very much. You're a young filmmaker and you've approached a very difficult subject that has all sorts of complexities that none of us will understand at all. Uh, and a highlight of that so that of course, as we recently had a leadership election where everyone was falling over themselves as to say who was the biggest hacker. And uh, that is the sort of thing that needs to be really addressed in society. And I think what you're doing is the beginning of that. What would I do? The only thing that I would, uh, that crossed my mind, is more emphasis on where you can get help. Yeah. and uh, professional help and there is professional help that is help that is voluntary but because of the huge amount that the problem is there aren't enough people to actually help yeah, that, that was something that crossed my mind when writing this to show whether we got through him getting help and getting through I felt in the end with, with the structure of it I, I preferred the idea for people to decide them to themselves whether Adam got better or got help or not um, I feel if I, you know, if I had a longer length, if I had more time to expand it, even, you know, I could, you know, make another 20-minute film about him getting help. But I mean, sequel. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I felt like that—that that was definitely something which I approached, and I very nearly um, put something over the end uh, after the end credits about where people can go. But and I might put that for the official release. It was something that crossed my mind, but then I was worried too much that people would feel like they were being more educated than entertained. And that's, that's the balance I wanted to get, really. Yeah, if you've been affected by the issues raised in this yeah. there's a number that's Or even like a link to, a, I mean, I could put a, a page on my website with a list of numbers and a, or something, yeah. you know, yeah, people yeah. could go to. 
So yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll get that get sorted before the final release, I guess. No pressure. It's another 20-hour random up. <laughs> Anything else? I think we're... Oh, Is, yeah. uh, would you be interested in continuing doing more films in this sort of area? Um, I, yeah, I definitely feel so. It, it's weird, really, because for a long time, I felt like I wanted to do comedy, and I, I, I still do at parts, but it was almost like I saw the gap in representation and thought, I'm going to write this, and this came a lot easier to me than comedy, and I'd love to write more and work on more things like this. Like, I've, I won't talk about it, but I've got, I've got a good idea for, like, a, a six-episode drama slash drama with a little hint of comedy, which sort of lightly approaches issues and things. Uh, but I won't say too much about that until that's written. All right, I think that's a good point. Okay, fantastic. Superstar and to everybody that has come to support. Huge welcome.